to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast, episode 229. This is the best podcast that you listen to, half an hour, recorded in New Zealand, here in Hamilton, guaranteed. Guaranteed. I'm with, Sam. With all those stipulations. That's right, that's with it. all those stipulations, totally guaranteed. Anything else may not be like that. And joining me, <laughs> as always, is... Chris. That's right. So, what's been happening this week, Chris? How have you been surviving diet time? That's what I'm calling it now, diet I'm, time. I'm s- I'm starving today, and, and that shouldn't be the case. I should be eating heaps, which I thought I had been. But yeah, it um, looks like you're eating heaps. But then I remember you are a vegetarian, so you're not getting maybe mm. huge hits of protein as if you're eating chicken breast. Well, I've been eating. I've almost finished. I'll finish it tonight. That uh, no chicken chicken, which is made with pea protein. I wonder what that com- how that compares to pure chicken breast. It must be similar. Protein-wise? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it, it works well on stir-fry. That's all I can tell you. So my diet is exactly the same thing every day. And a three-egg omelette to start the day, ideally with some cottage cheese if I haven't run out. Yep. Then um, then for lunch, I get a can of mixed beans. I can't believe it. you eat a whole can, though. Yeah. That blows me away. A whole can with a can of um, uh, sardines on top. And yep. I ate that. Wolf that down, and then after the gym, I normally have a shake. I didn't today, but I normally have an. I have a shake with lunch, sorry. And then after we're the talking gym, about a protein shake, hey, protein. you're not just like trying to shake your body in no, the corner no, no, of the no. gym. I have an epileptic fit at work. That's you, how yeah. I. Do. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I have a protein shake with um, some good green stuff in it. That's what it's called, good green stuff, just so you know. New Zealand uh, made uh, protein-based... M- multivitamin. Multi- oh, that's a multivitamin multi- one, yeah. Yeah, the one that's got all that stuff on the back of it. Yeah. And then um, and then for dinner, it's a stir-fry. And then sometimes I'll have carrots dipped in hummus for a bit of a snack, which I just had wolfed down before I came here. Because today I had my run, that's right, but before I did my run, I got out, I jumped in the car, I started the car, I drove forward two feet. Two feet. I, I reversed back into the parking space because I went, oh yeah, this morning the car felt a little odd, and I thought I'd check the um, the dipsticks. Well, so just, yeah. Go on, give us the backstory, go on. Backstory, there's a little puddle of oil or transmission fluid or something in the garage here. Uh, I told Chris about it, he was like, oh, I better get that checked out. Went to the mechanics, they checked it out, said there was nothing wrong with it, uh, topped they it up put, a little bit. No, they, they put a couple of litres of oil in. Mm. So I think he went, oh, yeah, that's it. But it doesn't seem to be dre- leaking out, so you're good to go. Okay. So that's cool, but it didn't feel right. So I opened it up and went, so there's the dipstick, the yellow dipstick. Yep, yellow dipstick. oil, engine oil, which he filled up. Yes. Oh, hello, there's another dipstick. Yep. And I pulled it out, and it's dry as a bone. There's nothing in there. What's the other dipstick? Turns out it's transmission fuel. It is transmission fluid, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm looking, I could go and get some transmission fuel fluid, but I don't know where to put it. No, I don't know off the top of my head. cat. And so I went in and did the dumbest thing. I went straight to a pit stop. I didn't go very fast. I went quite slowly, gingerly. Gingerly, yep. Pulled up, went in, and said... Uh, my car's missing something, don't know what it is, but there's a dipstick that's dry, and I don't know where it goes. Yeah. Um, Were they helpful, or? 
The girl laughed. The guy <coughs> thought I was an Im- complete imbecile and said, get the get Aaron to help him out. Like, he just didn't want to even engage with me. Oh, that's, that's terrible Which customer service there. Oh, it's funny. I don't know. And Aaron came out. Three, just over three liters of transmission fluid to put in there. Yeah, which is pretty, a lot. Pretty, pretty dry, so it still feels a bit rough when I'm driving it at the moment. So hopefully that either has to work its way through, so or where did, did, permanently damage some part of the car. Probably where they put it then. Oh, it goes in the dipstick hole. They have a big siphon. I was like, oh, oh, is that where you put it? I wonder where you put it. And he goes, yeah. It's a real pain transmission. Oh. And some of the European ones now, you can't even do this. You have to. Put it on the hoist, um, keep it running, and pour it in while it's running. Like I can, gar- pump it I can guarantee until who- it spits back out, and then it's full. I can guarantee who does that. I bet V-Dub does that. Some of their stuff's designed real weird. Oh, God. Yeah, it's not designed for use usability. But anyway, so what we need to do is- uh, well, we, yeah. We, tomorrow, yeah. when I dr- drive out of here, because yeah. you're still going to be here for a bit- yeah. Let me know if that puddle's got bigger. Cause well, it's hard to tell because you didn't put the paper down and clean up the original puddle uh, like someone may have suggested. Time I, every time I come here, there's a car in the way. <laughs> yeah, your car parked in the spot. <laughs> yeah, I know. How do you think I go home? Anyway, uh, let's not go in there. The people are bored. No, don't talk about that. Hey, I know what we can <laughs> talk about. Hey, last week you talked about the man on the 46th day of bear diet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so you must have heard about that from somewhere, yep. but the link you provided me isn't the actual story. You provided me a link from another guy in 2012 doing it. Ah, so a guy did it recently. The guy that did it recently, he's um. I just searched. No, no. You you sent me a link to a guy called Jay Wilson, who's a award winning home brewer. And that was a CNN religion dot religion dot com. Yes, from yes. 2012. The, oh. the most recent guy is Del Hall, who works at the 50 West Brewing Company in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he committed for, 20, 40, uh, sorry, for 46 days of Lent. So there we go. So it's still religious. Yeah, yeah, still religious, just two different guys. So apparently lots of people are doing this. It's a, it's a thing. It's a thing, apparently. Uh, and also we talked a little bit last week, I think it was, about um, recomposting bodies, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, I did some research for them. No, no, you're all good. Uh, <laughs> so it, just, it just, just so happens in this week in the news, it turns out that uh, Luke Perry... Who uh, 90210 star Oh yeah 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 And from Thing Isn't he dead? Yeah yeah We, we think we might have mentioned that If not you didn't know that He died uh, yeah. He was 52 years old He had a massive stroke But before he died Same age as me Wow I know That's you got cool. something to look forward to Holy <laughs> shit I hope I never find you Just saying um, No his uh, His daughter write down that Wi-Fi password for you <laughs> Yeah His daughter uh, Sophie revealed that he was obviously very passionate about environmental causes. He got super excited. She said, I've never seen him more excited uh, in bef- like a couple of months before his death. Um, there's a biodegradable mushroom suit that you can be buried in. And that's what he got buried in. That was his final wish. A mushroom suit. Yep. So you get a button up fabric uh, hood and face cover and like a whole suit. And it's got mushrooms in it. <laughs> Um, and other microorganisms to speed up the decompose, uh, decomposing body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it neutralizes a whole bunch of the toxins in your body. So just thought that was a bit random. That is, that 
is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I still like the, the idea of being rotted somewhere. Actually, I've got more on the death thing because okay. it's all been happening. Um, God, I'm glad you got a lot because I've pretty much done everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Goes on a diet, doesn't know how to write things down. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a company. I uh, I don't know. I can, I'm 50-50 on this one. If you have a lot of ink on your body, lots of tattoos, yeah, yeah, some people want to preserve that after death. I've, I know I've heard about the places that cut it off and stretch it and 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 make it like leather, and then they uh, mount it in a uh, picture frame or whatever. Yeah, so I don't know how common it is as such, but this story. There's a recent story about a funeral home that have gone into it and they said there's more and more requests of it and they're doing more and more of it. Um, no, I think there's a lot more tattoos these days. Uh, that's a bit... Is that his back and arms? That's like his whole front and arms and everything, I think. That, oh, I yeah, front and arms, maybe, yeah. So it was just, I don't know, interesting. I mean, if you poured that much money into it, well, um, yeah, yeah. But, I guess. you know, you leave it with your wife who never liked that tattoo in the first place. and you. I know, especially if they don't know it's happening and they're just like, oh, by the way, we're here to uh, read the will Ding and think. Ding dong. Uh, this is for you. three weeks later because they've got to cure yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd freak you out, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember um, one of the girls I worked with on early, early in my career when I was uh, 16, um, Sarah, she'd done some sort of design school or something and a part of it they had to do some sort of medical thing she'd, she'd done this is a very detailed story yeah but anyway so she said they went in and they were in this lab and they saw these bits of dead bodies and stuff but the thing that always got her was the tattoo there was an arm or something yeah. with a tattoo on it it's just like oh my god that was a person who decided to have that tattooed on them and that really hit her Oh, she was okay. about 18 or time Interesting. Or and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose it is a bit different. So, yeah. Um, I got. I do have something to talk about, which you'd love I, me talking about. I, I, our podcast listeners love it too. Uh, they actually skip forward. So uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is a little bit of a uh, warning, trigger warning. But I did see the headline, and I think I heard his reply, but I'm sure you're going to no, tell I me more. Well, I don't know about the reply. So oh, his reply heard. just said it was all fabricated. Not true. Not true. Not true. Yeah, that's probably right. So the New York Times has um, got all the information for Trump's taxes um, from 1985 to 1995. I just want to share a few numbers because it's they, hilarious. Weren't they waiting for this to come out or something? No, they've they've subpoenaed or- his um, his actual current ta- or the last six years of his tax returns, but that still hasn't come out. Oh, okay. This is ten years way back, right? Yeah. 1985 to 1995. But I just got a few numbers down because I just thought yep. it's interesting to let you know. Okay. So 1985. He, lo- he he registered a loss with um, the IR- IRS, IRS there, yep. uh, of $42 million. Okay. Okay. That doesn't sound too bad. If so what do you think the total loss over the 10 years was if you add them up? Oh, oh 10 times that maybe? $400 million. No, five, ha- half a billion. Try $1.2 billion losses over the what? 10 years. Did he make any- And those were the years he was supposed to be at his peak. But how much did he make if that's the loss? No, he lost oh, no, $1.2 yeah. billion dollars over the out. 10 years, which then all become tax credits to be 
um, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, What's the word? Come come back over the. I think it's following eight years. They, they each tax oh, is in the last eight oh, years yeah, or yeah. something. Okay. Um, but yeah, by 1994, Trump's losses accounted to 1.7 percent of all losses declared by all individuals in the U.S. Whoa! <laughs> I want such a good business. But man. but I want to know where that ranks. I so I want to know where that ranks with other people. Like in that same period, is he? He must be in the top like one percent. So he um he made it in nineteen eighty five. I think was the first year. It might have been eighty six. Was the first year he made the Forbes um four hundred richest people. Yeah, it was like how can he be a four hundred richest people if he's already lost forty two million in the first year? Yeah, you know. But um yeah, so obviously they reckon all of it's fabricated. Of course it is. And, it's yeah. terrible. So uh, anyway, um, I just thought that was hilarious because they were going on about it. And the guy um, was interviewing them. Well, this, the, the interviewer said to this geek that worked all this out. He was <laughs> The like, geek the with geek, numbers, yeah. The, the number geek. He's, well, there's two of them, a pair of reporters. Um, he said to them, okay, but couldn't he just be like really good at gaming the tax system? That's, that's that, what I was just thinking. Yeah. Maybe he's gaming and the it. Guy, yeah, and which is a good question, and that's why I mentioned it now. And this guy said, yeah, if it was, you know, 10 or 20 million – you know, within the realms of what he was supposed to be earning, it would be, you know, you could go, oh, okay, this guy's really good at his taxes. You know, he's really gaming this system and really doing well. But he said, we're orders of magnitude beyond that. This isn't anything like that. This is this is real money disappearing somewhere. Yeah. Or, or shadily, shadily being disappeared. So, uh, yeah, anyway, I thought that was amusing. I, I'm not going to say anything more about Trump. No, that's good. Uh, so we know that Wendy's, the fast food restaurant, has a very strong social media game. They're bloody onto it. They come up with some cool stuff. They're very funny at replies. Whoever's running it, I hope they're getting paid well. So ages ago, a guy said, how many retweets for a year of free chicken nuggets? And they said 18 million. And I think he did make that. But uh, more recently, Chance the Rapper... Obviously, I'm up the play with all the rappers out Never there. Never heard of um, No, me either. Is that, but is that a New Zealand rapper? No, no, no. I, oh, okay, like a real rapper. This rap. is a real rapper, not some okay. bloody... Yeah. I thought it's it not, was chant, Chance Down the Street. Bro. It's not an uh, old scribe running away from the law and missing his bail condition or whatever he did the other week. Oh, but, really? Um, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he, there's some reason for it. Oh, he, um, he skipped his uh, check-in because of the mosque shooting in Christchurch and he was fearful because he's a practicing Muslim. Um, so they had to go find him. But anyway, Chance the Rapper wrote... Positive, this is on Twitter. Positive affirmations for today. I will have a good day. I will succeed today. Wendy's will bring back spicy nuggets at some point. Please, please, Lord, let it be today. Uh, Wendy's come back and said, y'all keep asking, so here's your chance. The people in charge say, if you guys can get our tweet, this one right here, to 2 million likes, they'll bring back spicy chicken nuggets. Let's freaking do this. So, uh... The next tweet was, this is not a drill. Spicy chicken nuggets are coming back. Y'all are crazy. Uh, that took like a day and a half. What? We don't know when yet, but we've got to figure it out. But we're going to bring it back soon. So uh, it's pretty cool. I think it is. Just That's um, pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Just for a random thing. I think they interact really well. Um, 
and a lot of companies could learn a thing or two from that. Cool. Yeah, I, that just reminded me of something, and I'm looking it up now, so you're going to have to wait. I'm going to have to keep talking, aren't I? Yes, you are. So next month is Phil. Oh, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Next month is Field Days, the largest agricultural event in New Zealand. Now, uh, if you go back into the archives from last year, you would have seen that we went there and we talked to a, quite a few interesting people. Uh, so far, 50% of the Chris and Sam podcast has a media pass, so that's good. So one of us... Uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but one of us <laughs> will probably be able to bring you some audio one, one, from there. One of us is a little org- more organised than the other, but uh, I, I don't think you'll ever be able to guess who that is. No, so so, uh, <laughs> so my question was, and I'm going to put this as a poll on Facebook probably a bit closer to the time. I was thinking because um, who doesn't like to be even more busy than normal, would you like a normal podcast coming out uh, on the Sunday where... We have highlights from that, as well as some special audio that will drop as well. Or would you like a daily podcast for the three or four days that we're actually there? Yeah, to drop that to night. Yep. Let me know because I'm um, thinking that we and could. For those that don't know what field days are, our new listeners that uh, don't aren't au fait with the the epicness that is field days. It's the biggest agricultural show in the southern hemisphere. Yeah, it's massive. So you know, think tractors and all that, but there's way, way, way more than that, and there's a lot of innovation stuff. And well, that's the stuff I find interesting anyway. Um, so it's huge. It's the one of the biggest events in this town every year. If I click the right button, I might have a. Uh, that's the wrong one. Uh, wrong button. Okay, I see. Whereas he would fill the silence, I'm just going to sip some wine. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a little blurb about how many visitors they went. It's in the tens of thousands, and they made some stupid amount of money last year. So, cool. Uh, thank you to Field Days. I think we have to mention Field Days. Uh, no, you got to mention the full name first time. Uh, we're going to the news. Oh, I don't know what's called. I, I learned it off by heart last year, and I can't remember. We'll have it. We'll have it sorted by uh, the time we go there. How's well, that? Oh yeah, one of us has done all the paperwork, so should know. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, National Agricultural Field Days, New Zealand. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, something like that. All right. So I thought this was interesting. You may have seen this. Is this going to blow my mind? I think so. Sash, Sash um, posted it. Very good. Thanks, Sash. Time it took each of these m- movies to reach two billion at the box office. Oh, yep. Titanic. I, I sort of think I know where this is going. Yep. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You <laughs> do, but the numbers are interesting. Yes. Titanic. Titanic Five thousand two hundred thirty-three days. What? What's that? Like 10, 12 years? No. Took years to get Yeah, there. okay. Yeah. Force Awakens? Yep. 54 days. Yep, sounds good. Infinity War? 48 days. Yep. Avatar? 47 days. Yep. Endgame? Four. 11 days. Oh, 11. But under two weeks. That's, that's pretty impressive. Did you know, because I just saw this uh, gif on Imgur, I think it was, and I didn't know what was happening for a minute, Robert Downey Jr. has his own lunch tent? Uh, while they're filming and it's a giant like a pavilion sort of thing and they're all sitting there eating but it's themed so every lunchtime it's a different theme or maybe for the week so he was having a mexican theme and there was like a mexican um, band, band thing just yeah, the one guy tell. though oh, yeah. yeah you know in the background and i was like what's going on because i couldn't tell that it was robert downey jr at first and then it goes outside and you just see chris hemsworth who's uh thor just like rocking out outside this tent <laughs> and then i read the comment and i was like oh that's interesting. 
<laughs> Actually, I did want to talk about that. So I, I've seen uh, Endgame. That was really cool. Uh, I do recommend everybody to see it at the movies, um, particularly if you've seen a bunch of the others. There's a few of the others I haven't uh, caught up with, but Sam's doing the whole, whole enchilada. And when I say the whole enchilada, people go, oh, he's watching all the movies. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We, we have mentioned this on the podcast. Oh, okay. So, all right. But I'll give you the update of what I've uh, watched so far. Uh, so, Captain America, the first Avenger, Agent Carter, season one and two, Iron Man, the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, the Avengers, Iron Man 3, and I'm halfway through uh, season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nice. I liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought it was good. Uh, it's I- interesting, when you watch so many of these films and in the Marvel thing, one line that they like saying to each other all the time is, cover my six. They say that a lot. Right. Like a lot. I hate that when that happens. Okay, so what I did want to ask you is what do you think of Game of Thrones? Exactly. Without, without doing the spoilers, without any spoilers. Uh, uh, the general sentiment on the internet is uh, thank God that the Marvel Universe has been wrapped up nicely for those fans and Game of Thrones is turning into a pile of burning turd. Yep. Because... Uh, do you feel that? Uh, it Yeah, it seems to... I don't know. I think maybe after reading the internet stuff, that's influenced me a little bit. But you can definitely see that without the full guidance of an actual book, that uh, they are know where it's going, sort of thing. Yeah, and they and they someone hit one of the writers up and said, "Why did Daenerys forget about what's his face with all the boats at the end?" And they just went, "Oh yeah, nah, she just sort of forgot about him." So uh, I don't know, like, yeah, but to be fair. And to to be on their side for a second, um, Daenerys had already come across a bunch of the boats before and burned them up with the dragons. She wasn't worried about the boats because they didn't have those big ballista on them. No, but when the big ballista can hit one dragon three times from that distance but fail to hit the one flying at it, physics can be damned. So what's happened today? But but you know what I'm saying. Like, she wouldn't think about that. That wasn't a threat to the dragons earlier. So, yeah, fair enough. Nah, it's crappy storytelling. So what's happened is the plot lines, scripts or something, have been released for the last two episodes online, apparently. The one that was released apparently for the episode that we you just mean watched leaked, leaked. As opposed to yeah, yeah. Release sorry, leaked. Yeah, yeah. The one that came out for the last episode was bang on. Everything that was in the leak happened. The people that have read the last two episodes have said it's a total shit show. It's going to be the worst ending of any TV series in the world, and so many people are going to be upset. Okay, all right. So, but we will see. I, I I know that it's not great. Oh, it's it's entertaining though. Like it's it's still good to watch. It's still good, and and you know they've spent the money. But when um when we were watching it, you and I a couple of episodes ago, and I'm like, yeah, kill Daenerys, kill who? I don't care. When you get to that point where you're just like, I don't really care. You're not that invested in the characters, but we were like four years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, and I think that's the thing. I think that's what a lot of people are feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, it'll be interesting. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. You at home have uh, some other um, thoughts on that? Please let us know. Jump on Twitter at Chris and Sam Pod or on uh, the Chris and Sam Podcast on Facebook. Yeah. Or um, or on Instagram on the gram. Uh. So I don't know what we're going to watch after that finishes. When's Westworld coming back? I want to see where that goes. Now. Well, we want to watch Happy again. 
that well, the next season of Happy. Oh, next season of Happy, it should I be done. I really almost. should revisit Preacher because I was quite into that for a bit, and then we've. Yeah, I don't even know how many seasons of that there are now. I think I think there's been at least three. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, what's happening this week for you, Chris? Uh, oh no, I know what you can tell us. Uh, last weekend, uh, when the podcast was coming out, you were on some fancy. Fancy know, pants thing. I don't know where what you're I on. Left the uh, menu upstairs. So no, it doesn't matter. I uh, we went out for a, a dinner um, to thank the staff, the management staff at work. Um, so we went up to Auckland. They put us up in a hotel, the Heritage. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, no Langham, but very nice. Um, and- You've said that twice now, and I'm just like, you're a complete cock. Like, no, it doesn't matter. No, I'm. All right. Okay, that was a bit rude. But they did put us up at the Langham. They in put Melbourne. you up somewhere that wasn't your house. Yeah, How's but that? they put us up in the Langham in Auckland. I'm just saying. But anyway, no, as Heritage is what where Dane and, and that uh, Dane and Jolie take the kid and go up there because they have a like, rooftop pool and stuff like that. So, all oh, right, it, it's nice. It's, it is really nice. So that's cool. So yeah, we, they put us up there. We went for dinner at O'Connell's Bistro, and O'Connell's Bistro, apparently famous chef dude. Probably on TV or something. I have no clue because I'm not into that world. Um, we had a private dining room just for us. Nice. That's always uh, the good. So that was pretty cool. And uh, the sommelier. And we had, um, yeah, all sorts of different wines and sticky wines and started the night off with black Russians. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I, re- I remember when I was 18. This was great. 17. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. It was a it was a good night. I realised that I am old, and um, being out at one o'clock in the morning at a bar is not my thing anymore. Were Chris eyes activated? That's what the listeners want to know. Nah, nah, no Chris eyes activated. I'm afraid. Um, and yeah, and the next morning we had brunch at Ooh Odette's Odette's near the food truck, uh, and that was very nice. Very nice. So, um, yeah, that was cool. And then I caught up with my crazy, wacky uncle in uh, in West uh, Auckland um, and uh, drank some of his homemade kombucha, which is actually really good. Um, I was a bit leery on that, but no, very good. So what have you got coming up? Because you've got to be way more interesting than me. Not really. Uh, I was just going to say, because the kombucha thing just reminded me about something. There's an app that you can get called Olio, O-L-I-O. And uh, the name doesn't, I don't know if the name means anything, but basically it's a website for you to share products or food that are best uh, past their best before date or you can't use. Um, Now, apparently, I keep getting emails from them. They started with something like a thousand users in New Zealand at the start of the year and they've already got 10 over 10,000 users. So it's growing quite rapidly. Why didn't you tell? This is my job. Why didn't you tell me this? I'm trying to get rid of um, used by stuff all the this time. Is, or this is close this to. is just give it away though, um, like free stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah nah. So I mean, like these, there's not much happening here in Hamilton, um, but because uh, we've got six <clears throat> liter bottles of soy sauce. We're getting a container in and we're going to sell them at, I don't know what we're selling them at, three or four bucks a bottle, which is like cheap as. So at the moment, currently, there's some people with tea bags and someone's got a kombucha scoby. That's what reminded me of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, John's going to give me a scoby. Uh, which, com- um, you know, he um, he says it has amazing skin medicinal properties. 
Yep, that's what I like to hear. Medicinal skin properties. Rub it all over yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Have uh, you seen it? They look ugly ass. I just saw that photo and I don't want to look at it anymore. <laughs> How's that? No, uh, coming up, I'm off to Christchurch tomorrow. So, obviously, uh, hopefully I'll have some stories from there. Um, we'll see how that goes. How, how long are you away for? Five days. Okay. Because I, I didn't know and I was just curious. <laughs> yeah. No. Back, back on Tuesday night. All right. So, it'll be cool. And then I uh, have some stories from there. Uh, Chris is in charge of... Um, doing one little update on the podcast website on the Sunday morning. I have to teach him that later. Yeah, and you have to text me to remind me. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that's about it. What about you? You just got work. How many uh, more days left? Oh, it's the end of the month, eh? 17, 17 work days left. It feels like it's been forever. It's I like know. half a year or something, it's isn't like, it? It's taken me ages. But at least I've got, I have a minion. <laughs> I laugh because his name's Min. Min the Minion. Okay. <laughs> uh, never thought of that, but I'm going to totally use that on Monday, uh, tomorrow. I'm sure tomorrow. he'll appreciate it. Um, but yeah, Min, Min the Minion. Um, yeah, no, he's uh, he's learning really well, so that's going to be good. So at least I have an out. And I said to the boss, or Jolly actually, I said, uh, I'm not coming in any more Saturdays uh, ever because, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to, and you can't make me, and I'm not coming in because I reckon. What they say, okay. She goes, I didn't expect you to. Oh, well, there you go. Of course she didn't. <laughs> With that amazing news of Chris. Right, no, that's cool. No, that's it is good. cool. It that's is cool. Good. That's good. Uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast. So um, make sure to dive into the archives, find some hidden gold. I'm sure there's some gold in there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, B Story is a good one. The B Story. Um, Sam's uh, chats about, what was your workmate's name? Steve, no. Trev. Trev. Sam's Trev stories are quite uh, amusing. You'll see them on the front page of the com. Just scroll down and you'll see some of the uh, our favourite episodes there listed. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't listen to the 100th episode one, though. It's 100th boring. episode, Chris is very drunk. It's not good. Don't it's do it. one of our most downloaded episodes. <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> don't listen to okay, it. Okay, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.